Hey everybody, before we get into the show, I wanted to let you know we've got another live show coming up. We will be back at Maya Cinemas on Thursday, May 23rd for Furiosa, the latest in the Mad Max series. We are so excited for this one. Joining me to talk about it, we've got Sam Novak, Shahab Zargari, and Tony Gonzalez. A great lineup. It's going to be an awesome movie. We are so excited to talk about it. So make sure to check the show notes. There are opportunities to win tickets. You could also buy tickets. And we hope to see you there Thursday, May 23rd, 6 p.m. at Maya Cinemas for Furiosa. All right, welcome to another episode of Piecing It Together, the podcast where we take a look at a new movie and try to figure out what movies inspired it. And today on the show, we are talking about the epic conclusion of the Jurassic World trilogy, which also ties together the Jurassic Park trilogy into a big, giant six-movie series that uh, went downhill really fast. But you know what? We're going to talk about it anyway. And joining me is Chauncey Talese. He's been here on the show before, and we're happy to have him back. We have a really fun conversation coming up, and we get to talk about dinosaurs. Who doesn't like talking about dinosaurs? Before we get to the conversation, I do want to remind you, as always, to make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, we've been doing great over on Good Pods lately, so if you use Good Pods to listen, make sure you're subscribed there. Click the five-star button. Comment with any puzzle pieces you think we might have missed out on, uh, and I will read them on the next uh, trailer episode, which we do every month uh, at the beginning of the month here on the show. So, uh, you know, drop those comments. You can also follow us on social media at PiecingPod and join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces, where we continue the conversation about all the movies we talk about here on the show. So, I think with all that said, it's time to talk about some dinosaurs. All right, we are going to talk about Jurassic World Dominion today, and Chauncey Talese is back with us on the show. Chauncey, how's it going? Wonderful. My fourth time. I'm one away from the jacket. You're almost there. All you had to do was watch and talk about this movie and uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh I, why, why are we doing this episode chauncey do, do you know um well because it was a big summer movie that people were anticipating and you know um there's a lot to to talk about with it and why it was um not good yes yeah well there is plenty to talk about i mean this movie you know aside from being a jurassic world movie a jurassic movie like dinosaurs like i how, how can you not want to see that even if it doesn't turn out good there's definitely going to be a lot of entry points into this one i mean for one it is the first in the series i've gotten a chance to do a full episode on here on piecing it together and uh so if, if nothing else uh, i'm looking forward to talking about dinosaurs yay <laughs> <laughs> although i don't know if they yes. even call this in the dinosaur movie necessarily right it, it's kind of not it's like a uh crops and locust movie which right? i don't understand like it had a perfectly good setup <laughs> at the end i was duped by that um battle for flat rock or whatever that um trevorrow did like uh, two years ago and then 
And uh, did you see Fast Nine and IMAX? They had the Jurassic World, like the exclusive, whatever. Yes, I, I did. <clears throat> Where it's like all dinosaurs and ends with a mosquito. You're like, oh, cool. Okay, that's the. This is cool. And I'm like, oh, we're gonna get like a shit ton of dinos, and it's like, actually, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like I described it as like a Trevorrow with every Jurassic pitch, like seeing the first movie at a bar with the sound off, but thinking he got the gist. I, I I completely get that because yeah, it, this movie does feel like somebody was just like, okay, dinosaurs got it. Like it, and that that's like the only the only like real connection. Like especially with the world and I mean, I obviously Fallen Kingdom wasn't uh, wasn't him. Somebody else took the reins. He wrote it though. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's like this series has just gone so far off the deep end. The thing I also don't get, like the ideas themselves are good. Like Jurassic World's idea was like, well, dinosaurs aren't enough, so we got to create like a super dinosaur. Like, okay, I mm. get that. Like the image of like the the teenager on his cell phone, like texting while the Stegosaurus is behind him. Like, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. And then selling good dinosaurs idea. in the black market, good idea. And then even this, mm-hmm. like, okay, well, what if dinosaurs are just part of our everyday life? Good idea, but it just yeah. the execution's just not there. Yeah, exactly. I, I I think that's right. And uh, and then we'll get into this with the puzzle pieces. But um, also, even though this is part three of a three part trilogy, which is itself a sequel to a trilogy, it also kind of functions as a legacy sequel to the original. And even then, not which, really. Like it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it gets it gets everybody back together. It, so you know, and sells it on. I that. know. And that was, I'm like, okay, well, at least we'll have that. But then it occurred to me, I'm like, well, the new characters, like, they're not good. <laughs> like, yeah, they, I, I don't understand why, like, they double down on, like, um, and I like Chris Pratt, but, like, not in this mode. Like, he's good and he's playing, right. like, you know, doofus in over his head, like, Star-Lord. Yeah. Or, like, Andy Dwyer on Parks, like, that kind of mode where it's, like, he thinks he's an action star, but he's clearly not. Whereas this is, like, oh, no, I'm an action star. Right. Exactly. And it doesn't quite work when he's like that, but... Let, let's start getting into some puzzle pieces. Oh, did you? No, I'm just doing the Pratt hand. Oh, you're doing the Pratt. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, it works on, on a raptor. It just Every worked dinosaur, on me, too. They just so get I, it. I, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, that, that, that is amazing. It, it, you know what? Actually, uh, this movie was all worthwhile, if nothing else, for the memes about <laughs> Chris Pratt doing the hand. So, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Let's start getting into some puzzle pieces. We'll get into all this that's working and not working along the way. But, uh, you know, normally I'd throw to my guests, but should we just kick it off with Jurassic Park as a puzzle piece? Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, the original, a lot of the plot is there. I mean, not a lot because there's so much plot happening here. It's just like kind of bits and pieces. Mm -hmm. But we do have enough of the plot that you should, I think, consider it a puzzle piece here. And, you know, Jurassic Park kind of comes up anytime we're talking about a monster or giant creature type movie and I, I feel like we're so far off at this point in the Jurassic World series that it's almost like its own thing at this point it's not even really a sequel anymore mm-hmm. even though I just said it's like a legacy sequel but it's it's a little of both because it's so messy yeah I agree and it it takes the pieces of Jurassic Park that people like but without examining why they like them Sure. Like there are a couple details that were funny, like Mal- Ian Malcolm's book, like the stuff with Jeff Goldblum was good. Mm-hmm. And the, but it's like, but at the same time, I'm like, well, this doesn't really matter. Like he didn't really do much in it. Like right. even in the second one, he shows up to speak against like the dad. I'm like, well, that's interesting because like he's been through a lot. 
So I get mm. why he would be anti-dinosaur and like, this is all bad. But yeah, yeah I, I just really felt very perfunctory. Yeah. And I, 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 one thing like, you know, of course, spoilers around, but you know, I'm just going to jump all the way to the end because it mm -hmm. just reminds me of, you know, this being used as a puzzle piece here when, when the bad guy is trying to flee mm -hmm. and first of all, he's got the Barbasol can from the first one. Which it's I don't like, know how what? he would have gotten that, but whatever. Well, how would he have possibly have that? Or even known. And then gets killed by the same dinosaurs. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like are you kidding me here? Well, it's a lot like, um, this is sort of a, a, a companion puzzle piece, but have you ever been on Jurassic World or Jurassic Park The Ride at Universal? Yeah, it just was like a month ago, actually. I'm jealous. I haven't been since they remodeled it, but like, it's like, <laughs> eh, eh, Dilophosaurus, you liked that thing, right? Remember? It, spit, it spits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it's done, like, the ride, like, we're going to put all the highlights on here, and like, there's kind of a story with it, but like, yeah. you're just here to get wet. Yeah. Cinema as a theme park ride. Isn't that uh, Scorsese? Didn't he say something like that? He did, but I, I you yeah. know, I don't think he meant it like that literally. <laughs> I don't think he could have imagined this. So. No, and <laughs> like, it's just like, we're, we need to put some stuff in the ride to make it, to make yeah. it work. Except this was a two hour and two and a half hour movie. But that's yeah. the other problem. <laughs> yeah. And isn't that the problem with a lot of stuff now? But, you know, it's, it, it's no different here. I know. But, yeah. Well, let, let's move on to some other pieces. What do you have for your first piece? The first one's an obvious one, but The Force Awakens, because clearly, it clearly wants to have its Force Awakens moments. Like, it mm -hmm. wants to have Leia hanging out with Rey, in this case, um, Bryce Dallas Howard hanging out with uh, Ellie Sattler. Sure. I, I forget Bryce Dallas Howard's character's name. Like, I, I remember Pratt's as Owen Grady. Was it Claire? I think it's Claire. Yeah. But, like, have them talk, and then have the moment where Pratt, or Pratt's like, oh, yeah, I know you, you're Alan Grant. You train Raptors. Like, in the other two, you've never mentioned Alan Grant once. Yeah. Or how that would have been an inspiration to you. And, like, of course, they all know Ian Malcolm. And it's like, oh, right. wow, so what? We just train raptors now. Oh, okay. Like, they want us to have all those moments. Like, Han, you know, Han Solo, like, or them calling the Millennium Falcon junk. And it's like, no, it's not junk. Mm -hmm. Like, they want those moments. Or, like, oh, Dodgson's back. When it's like, Dodgson is like, has, like, a scene in the first one is never mentioned again. Yeah. Yeah, like I like like I said, the the whole legacy sequel thing. I mean, you know, it it they want to bring in the new characters, but have all they want to have their cake and eat it too. Basically, yeah, they want like the reunion special too, and like they want the moment of like Han and Leia uh, embracing after God knows how long away from each other with like Grant and Ellie, and it's like, well, okay, but so and now like in the third one, everyone was mad that she was married and had her own family, but it's like, and then like they're back together. It's like I wasn't invested in that. Like, it's great. Mm -hmm. I love their dynamic. But even in the first one, they're not, like, clear on what their dynamic is either. Which is okay. Right. Like, yeah. that's fine. But it was never... The movie wasn't interested in that in the first place. Like, I know the sure. book kind of is. But, like, they want to have that moment. But it's, like, you need to put in the work for that. Like, Star Wars put in, like, yeah. you know, decades of work on that. Like, the trilogy and then all the, you know, subsequent books and stuff about Leia and Han together. Like, <laughs> this doesn't have that. I feel like, you know... I'm not going to sit here and defend Fallen Kingdom or anything like that, mm -hmm. but I, I feel like if Fallen Kingdom was a completely different movie that actually bridged some of this story together, we might be in a better place now. They didn't think you know? about that. They're just like, well, let's do, a, let's do a haunted house movie, but with a dinosaur. Yeah. 
yeah, just what, just whatever works, whatever we have at the moment. Let's just run with that. Also, they just don't know it. They, I, they wanted Wong to be the big bad, but then all of a sudden he's like, "No, I actually regret all of this. My bad." Yeah, I don't think they knew what to do with Wong at all. But that's yeah. It's so funny too. Do you remember when they were like teasing Jurassic Park four for like a long, long, long time, and there was all those plans like they're gonna have like human dinosaur hybrids and stuff. Yeah, like, which it seemed like that's where we were headed. Right, and they, they kept a lot of the same ideas, but, like, for whatever reason, I don't understand why. Like, you could have just started over and did anything with Jurassic World. Like, yeah. that's what I thought it was going to be. Like, oh, the park's open, I get it. Like, we're not learning from our mistakes, but, man, I... <laughs> they, they just, yeah. I, I, I have to assume uh, too many cooks. There's probably, like, so many rewrites going on that everything just kind of just doesn't even resemble mm-hmm. anything finished by the time we get to like the actual screen. Right. Yeah. Well, you know what? Since you brought up Star Wars, um, I'll go with the other elephant in the room when it comes to big blockbuster type things, and that's going to be the Avengers. Mm. Um, you know, we, we have our hero pose moments here where all of the team uh, gets to stand together and the camera swirls mm-hmm. around all triumphantly. And I think there's like at least two or three of these moments in here. So, I mean... We're really trying to create a team, even though this is the end of the trilogy. And by all means, I I think we're headed for a reboot with new characters next time around. But they they certainly by the end we've got like nine heroes, and they all you know have their moments, and they all they all have to have their hero moments, and they all come together and save each other and. It's it's clearly like doing the whole team setup thing that has become such a big part of superhero movies right now. Right, and the imitators showed us like how hard it actually is to do all of that. Sure, it doesn't work unless you've invested in everything. I mean, look, you know, look at the Justice League. You know, unless you've invested in all these characters, You're right. it's, just, it's not going to pull together so quickly. No, not at all. Yeah, uh, my next one is going to be the first X Files movie. Um, like the okay. scene where they go into the uh, locust, um, the locust greenhouse thingy, and then all the locusts freak out and like start chasing them. That was just like the um, uh, the first X Files movie where they go into the room full. Of, was it bees? I I don't remember. I'm sure I saw it back when it came out, but I don't. You know what I'm talking about, remember. right? Like they're like in the desert, and there's like a tent, and it's like, oh shit, they have like a, a, a super engineered bees or whatever, right, and they're right, having to run like the whole swarm behind them. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that's funny. I, I haven't seen that since it came out, so I, I don't quite either remember. Either have I. I just remember that one because it was like it was in all the, tra- it was like the big money shot, like all the ad- uh, commercials <laughs> in the trailers. Yeah. Like the huge, like they have woken a huge swarm. They have to get out of there. Well, as long as, long as we're talking swarms, I guess I'll jump into my next piece, which uh, also involves the swarms of locusts. Uh, I combined two things. I thought of the Matrix Revolutions oh, yeah. and this year's Moonfall, which I used Matrix Revolutions as a puzzle piece for. Hmm. Um, you know, again, just nanobot particle clouds, you know, basically the same thing as the locusts here, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know. I, I Again, like we talked about at the beginning, like... Why is this like the big crux of the story? I'm not. I, I'm just not sure who decided to go that direction. It's a weird there, choice. There's one. As I, the way I thought they were gonna go with it was like, oh well, because Dodgen's gonna control the food. Like humans and dinosaurs are all gonna compete for like you know special dominance and stuff. But like they never uh-huh. bothered to touch upon that. Yeah. No. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's I'm like that's the only I'm like okay I guess it's gonna be like well all right if he does this and it's it really is dinosaurs versus humans like you know who's gonna inherit the earth but nope yeah 
my other no. companion puzzle piece to you it's a combination it's uh, both a, it's prey by michael Crichton and where westworld season four is a lot of uh, fly nanobot technology so okay with a couple of you i'm like because Crichton just loves to do that too Mm-hmm. Like I think, yeah, praise. I think it's praise. There's, there's two bug ones where like they created all these nano robots that can control you, and that's the locust kind of kind of like fill that fill that hole. Like, and the funny thing is, like, I get it. It's creepy. Like, you know, seeing those things, those big, giant, oversized bugs. Mm-hmm. But it's like, again, what what are, what are we doing here? You know. <laughs> and it's like, okay, but, so wait, they're imbued uh, with dino DNA. Like, is, is that what we're doing? Because they don't really get into that so weird uh i i might as well jump to another piece since we're talking about these these bugs again uh and that's peter jackson's king kong oh, which okay. this is this is one of those situations where you're, you're talking about something that was inspired by the original that then went ahead and inspired a later entry in the series because of course king kong was inspired by jurassic park they make the joke yeah exactly in jurassic <laughs> park when they go through the gates like oh what do you got in there king kong what do you got in there king kong exactly and uh you know so i mean it, it's so obviously there but but, you know, one of the big standouts, though, of Peter Jackson's King Kong was the bug pit. And so, you know, the locusts, as much as they don't make sense story-wise, like why we would go there, they are super gross. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I think that they're at least effective in that way, the, the way that Peter Jackson was using them. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, again, the image is, the, you get the image. Like, especially a storm of locusts, like, tear something apart. Okay, but, like... Well, I still don't understand it. Right, exactly. Um, my next one, um, and again, this is a very loose puzzle piece, but Logan, because they have the, okay, because they have the clone girl, and like the whole point is like they're trying to save her and protect, mm. get her out of there. Yeah. She's a superhuman; she doesn't know her full capability or full potential because no one's told her. And like that's that stuff one. seemed clunky because I think they're like, oh yeah, because I forgot. I'm like, what's her deal? I'm like, oh yeah, she was like a clone or jo- like John Hammond found out they were cloning people and. Oh yeah, I, for- I totally forgotten about that. <laughs> like most yeah. of Dr- most of Fallen Kingdom, I have no memory of. It was right, like we red right, boxed sure. it, and we're like, oh, "I'm glad we red boxed. <laughs> this isn't good." <laughs> um, but okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. There was the clone girl, and there's like something special about her DNA, and they're trying to get the the um, Claire and Owen are trying to protect her and then save and uh, keep her from being harvested. Yeah, and this That's is sort of what happens in Logan, right? Yeah, yeah. Like they want to they want to harvest her DNA. Right, exactly. So uh, that totally makes sense. And that's a great piece. I, I hadn't thought of that one, but uh, that, that really works. And yeah, I mean, it, the, they want they want to harvest the, this clone for, you know, what, what it could do for science. Sure. And, uh, <laughs> but why, again, I don't know. But <laughs> well, you see, her, her DNA was so strong it could cure diseases and then Dodgson mm. could charge a trillion dollars for, you know, the Alzheimer's serum, I think. But didn't, so okay now okay now we're gonna have to get deep into this for a second because didn't didn't they end up saying like that she's not a clone or something like that like she was a clone in the last one but now they're like actually no your mom really had you and she loved you and blah 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 like they walked it back so (laughs) they walked it back but not in the plot just in the story like like i think it was like but your dna is still special because she it's like she, um, in semi, like, non- yeah, and she like did IVF on herself, like with her own. She has the force, basically. Yeah, with her own, with her own DNA into her, so it's like immaculate because there was no male component to it. 
Mm. She sort of she birthed her own clone. It was more like no, it's more like um, Attack of the Clones. They let uh, Jango Fett creates Boba, but allows him to age at a normal rate. No, no clue. You know what I mean? Have to take your word like, on that yeah, because like all the stormtroopers were uh, Jango Fett's DNA. Like they're all clones okay. of him. But except he kept one to raise at a, at a normal human rate, and that was Boba. Mm. Okay. There's a lot of Star Wars here, huh? Well, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's you know it's there it's, it's looming but yeah that was a huge part of attack of the clones with how they explained boba fett's origins yeah yeah is that he too was a clone except he does he's not a direct he he's jango fett's son but like he it's all his dna there's no mom i don't know this this, this, <laughs> this move this movie is very strange um i'm gonna go with don't look up even though it's probably <sighs> too recent I had that one but too. you do mm-hmm. yeah tech billionaire weirdo i mean come on it's like Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of a perfect way to describe what uh, what our villain in this movie is doing, and it's it's kind of like a, a lot more Tim Cook ish. Yeah, say. that's that's what I thought. That's just don't we just don't look up thing. Like I thought, yeah. I was so surprised that Mark Rylance didn't play him. Like I had to look it up. I'm like, did Mark Rylance get buff for this? Because like this Dodgson's kind of like big. Right. Like he looked like the bar <laughs> rescue guy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know the the white hair but like muscle. Yeah, but I was like, yeah, oh, I guess it totally. wasn't Rylance because that would have completed his weird tech billionaire trilogy because he's got re- yeah. uh, Ready Player One. Don't look up, and he would have had that. He could have had this. He's got time. I think he'll play another one at some point for sure. Yeah, he's yeah. good at it, and I'm sure he wants a new kitchen. We all don't we all? <laughs> yeah, so that's just a small one, but it's uh, a good one. That I thought I had that same thought. I was like, oh yeah, it's kind of like I know. Obviously, it's not because like. Jurassic World was like more or less done before Don't Look Up came out, but like, sure, yeah. it's all like we we need our we need our Tim Cook, we need our tech billionaire. That's because that's sort of the new villain. Yeah, tech billionaires are in the ether right now as like the bad guys. You know, they've of, been of... for well over a decade. Yeah. Like there was a little Kingsman in there too, like Sam Jackson's villain and Kingsman. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Like I there's a little that. of I just thought of that. Like, but his was more directly. I'm gonna wipe out humanity. Whereas Dodgson's more like I'm just gonna control the food chain because we need more. I want more money. Right, right. Yeah. Um, my other puzzle piece. Um, it's Quantum of Solace mixed with um like Spectre and No Tend to Die. In terms okay. of like the motorcycle chase through Malta, I'm like mm-hmm. that's totally like Daniel Craig era Bond stuff. Sure. Like, you got Claire and Owen kind of doing parkour mixed with, like, motorcycle chases, motorcycles on rooftops. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that they, I think they do motorcycle on rooftop in No Time to Die and Quantum of Solace. Yeah, I think they did on both. Definitely No Time to Die. Right. Like, I barely remember, because I know Solace, they do a lot of the parkour stuff from Casino Royale, but I think there's a motorcycle element to it. But yeah, like, that whole, we need to, the Raptor chase, which was neat, but, like, it went on way too long. <laughs> sure, yeah. No, it was it was one of the better sequences of the movie, though, like, you know, because it's not all bad. And, uh, you know, it, it's funny. I was thinking Fast and Furious for that. that but too. You're right. You're right, though. Like, like the Bond movies, the, the Craig Bond movies are, are a better comparison, I think. I think even the Bourne, you could even throw Bourne in there, too. Yeah, yeah. Bourne as well. I mean, it's got that kind of that kind of action vibe that has been like really popular the last 10 years. Mission so. Impossible. You can you can squint and like they're trying to do some of that, too. Yeah, obviously not as well done, but you know, yeah. Like we want our we want our um your your um uh, exotic location rooftop chase. Yeah, well, you know, speaking of it being like one of the better sequences in the movie, even if it's not you know necessarily great, it, it's also when the uh, supposed 
point that we were going to be getting at of dinosaurs and humans existing, you know, together on Earth finally comes together. And it's mm-hmm. not just like, oh, we're back at another park, you know? Yeah, and, it, and which is where the Dominion ends up. It was technically a park, like a facility. Because, right. like, right. I, it ends basically where Fallen Kingdom ends, where it's like, here's the Triceratops running through the savannah with, like, rhinos, and here's the Mosasaur for some reason not, not eating the humpback whales, but just, like, yeah. <laughs> in, in tune with their, with their, with their sound. Um, yeah. you know, pterodactyls being a, a threat to airplanes. Yeah. But they didn't do that. I'm like, that's the movie I wanted. Like, deal with yeah. that. Yeah. We can only hope that when the inevitable next one starts, which, again, hopefully is a reboot because we don't need any more of Claire and Owen. They'll just go straight park again. Maybe. They will. They'll find, like, another older person. To, it's like, they'll get a John Hammond. They're like, no, this time we're doing it closer to the book. Yeah. You know, like Muldoon will like blow the head off a raptor in a pipe, like in the book. John Hammond will get eaten by compies, and Ian Malcolm won't won't live. The gritty reboot. Yeah, well, they're just they'll just do the book, which is like yeah. way grittier. Which is that's the secret thing. Spielberg made it like better because I love the yeah. book, but like, yeah, there's a reason why you know you bring him in. Yeah, to smooth course. out some of the other stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I got one more piece, and this one's just a stupid one, but uh, Edward Scissorhands for our new scissor-fingered dinosaur, Therizinosaurus, who basically teams up with the T-Rex to kill the new Gigantosaurus. There's always got to be new dinosaurs in these, and Mm -hmm. uh, it's, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if this was a real dinosaur, I'm guessing it wasn't. I don't think so, because like, I, I was a huge dinosaur nerd as a kid, so I was like, do I remember this guy? Yeah, like, it's kind of too ridiculous to be real, I think. Mm-hmm. And it also, like, it's like, oh, the uh, old dinosaurs are killing the new one like they did in Jurassic World. Right, that, that's, that's like, kind they of... they use the T-Rex to fight it, and yeah. then the Mosasaur takes it down, too. It's like, no, we're, like, the original ones. By the way, more Mosasaur. Like, we're, what are you doing? Yeah, what are we doing? What are we doing? Why aren't we showing, like, the cool ones? Like, you know. like, you have a water dinosaur. Those look the best. Like, you can do Jaws. <laughs> they, they totally could have or, or the Meg. Like, something like that. Like, a, you can have a, that sequence. Absolutely, yeah. And, I mean, it got the big cheers in Jurassic World, so... Yeah. Obviously. And, even, and in Fallen know. Kingdom, like, you have the shot of it, like, in the wave as, like, the surfer's going, like, oh, that's so cool. And then, like, yeah. in the third one where it takes down, like, the, sh- the fishing boat. Yeah. Like, yeah, don't tease me. Like, you can have this be a pro... <laughs> oh, it's a real-world problem. <laughs> Clearly, like that affects, you know, lives and commerce. <laughs> well, do you have any other puzzle pieces you wanted to bring up? I do. Um, Pacific Rim. Like when they go okay. into like the dino the dino black market and like the the guy cutting up dino meat and stuff. Sure. Like they do that in Pacific Rim where like they're harvesting, like they're having the dinos fight, which I thought was funny. Like mm-hmm. um, but like the whole the whole black market the the kaiju black market that they had in Pacific Rim. Yeah was very neat i'm like that totally would happen like these are the things i want more of like this is the like real world how things would go yeah like you can buy copies or you can buy like copy copies meat on a spittle or like like, that stuff was cool yeah and again that that's where that's where we should have went you know for the 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 supposed uh story we were going to be getting of dinosaurs and humans you know living together on the planet like that we should be getting more of that yeah, and like someone, and like um, a drug lord would would have like raptors programmed to be their muscle, you mm-hmm. know, the same way like you know drug lords would have like panthers and stuff that would eat people, sure. and you know people selling like rhinoceros horn as like an aphrodisiac, 
like yeah, crazy sure stuff like that. Like that, it should yeah. have just been a nut, like a nuts thing. Cause humans wouldn't be able to deal with dinosaurs. So this is the kind of crap that they would do. Yeah, exactly. But instead we need to go to another facility in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> like it wasn't an Island, but you know, and, and have a tech billionaire who's trying to destroy the world's crops mm-hmm, for his own financial gain. Yeah. And like, I, I'm like, what did he, like, what did more of that thing? I'm like, what did they do for like their normal, like what's their bread and butter stuff? Cause it seems like, you know, I, it just, I don't know what he did. Like, it wasn't like he sold like Dodge and iPod, iPads or whatever. <laughs> they didn't even really exist until they set this plan in motion. Like it doesn't feel lived in whatsoever. The whole thing was like, yeah, they were a competitor to, to John Hammond's company in the first one, which fine. I get that. Like they're a bio chemical, bio engineering company. But like, other than that, like they just sort of disappear. Cause even in the second one, it's Hammond's nephew that wants to, I'm going to open my own park in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Like that. There wasn't I even go. like a, Oh yeah. Arrival companies are going to come take our dinosaurs. Ridiculous. I know. But yeah, Pacific Rim's good though, because yeah, like the way that, the kaijus just kind of become a way of life you mm-hmm. know, getting more of that in there and we do get a little bit of it here a little but like there's no hannibal chow figure like there's no ron perlman yeah. no. which you need like you need something like that like i thought the lady like the the lady who uh had the raptors on command like she would have been a more fun villain than dodgson oh yeah you know i forgot all about her she just like disappears halfway through doesn't she because yeah the the police were coming and she ran out of raptors that storytelling. Well, the the girl they throw in to be like the Han Solo, and which I guess you could say is another like the original Star Wars is another piece, like the sure, you know the the rogue who's like, no, nah, I don't want to be part of this, and all of a sudden they're in it. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I wish she, she is a Han Solo. I'm like, why is she helping them? Because even like I was, she didn't just, want to. I just felt bad. I saw like I saw the girl, and like I uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, didn't sit right with me. More storytelling. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like you're bogging stuff down. You don't need to. Like even like there's some like cool sequences like when she's hiding from the Edward Scissorhands dinosaur in the the lake. That was cool. Yeah. But like it like you could like say that's you, a village would be the puzzle piece. Like when she's trying to like in the woods by herself and like Adrian Brody's there. Okay. And she has to be super quiet to avoid him. Yeah, yeah. Like, but like the sequence didn't work because like nothing before it worked. You know what I mean? <laughs> like there's no tension. Sure. Yeah. Good ideas, but very poor execution. Yeah, exactly. Well, do you have any others you wanted to bring up? Not really. I mean, we kind of covered them. Like, every legacy sequel wants to rip off Bourne, Mission Impossible, and Bond, but but it doesn't do it as well. I feel like Ghostbusters Afterlife is a pretty uh, solid oh, comparison, yeah. legacy sequel-wise. You know, oh. you know, hitting a lot of those plot beats and re- having the old characters and the new characters team up. And, you yeah, know. you have to ignore a lot with Afterlife, though, because there's a lot of things that just make no sense. <laughs> yeah. Like, absolutely none. Yeah. Like, they completely sell out Egon as a character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, there, there's people out there who absolutely love that movie and people who hate it, and I don't I know, know. It's just all across it's, the board. I'm just like, it, it happened, and I felt bad that Jason Raymond had to make it at almost a gunpoint, because I know he did. Yeah, well, now I think that's all he's going to be doing is making more Ghostbusters movies. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's read down our finished puzzle list here, and we'll get into some closing thoughts. Uh, we, of course, talked about the original Jurassic Park. Also, The Force Awakens. Avengers, Matrix Revolutions, Moonfall, X-Files, Prey, and Westworld, all of those swarms of things. Uh, Peter Jackson's King Kong, Logan, Don't Look Up, Kingsman, 
Quantum of Solace and No Time to Die, uh, Edward Scissorhands, Pacific Rim, Star Wars, The Village, and Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, a lot of a lot of puzzle pieces here. A lot of legacy sequels, of course, um, because like I said, it's kind of just it's weird like i said it's like it's it's a sequel to a movie that came out just a few years ago but it's also continuing to pull in from the original trilogy and it's trying to have its cake and eat it too i think and i I think there's just too many plot threads too much going on and and yet not enough not enough dinos not enough dinos not enough yeah it's like it's so funny it's like the epic conclusion like to what (laughs) <laughs> what? like yeah. it's not like these were really building towards anything is like jurassic world huge gigantic hit and then okay well what's the sequel so we got to get off the island because we can't do an island again but let's let's have mm-hmm. a black market of dinos cool oh i guess they're cloning humans now okay sure and then now dinosaurs are just part of the world mm-hmm. but there's no like even like wong like i don't know what they're doing in there because he was like this jaded scientist in the world and like he goes off to Fallen Fall Kingdom where he's like, oh, he's going to be the bad guy. Right. Which, why? Like, that's going to be your through line. Why said. Like, even Alan Grant's like, oh, I remember you. And it's like, do you? <laughs> I remember you is a hilarious line. Because it's like, it's like just being an audience like cipher. It's like ridiculous. Yeah. It was like the member berries bit from South Park. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, that that's that's such a funny uh, scene. Are are there are there any other like parts of this that you liked? Because I mean, we, we've been a little hard on it. I feel like. Um, I don't. Know. I like the beginning, mm-hmm. like when it's showing all the dino, like the way the dinosaurs are messing stuff up. But like that was all part at the very end of that battle of Big Rock or whatever that Trevorrow did. Sure. Which, by the way, was cool. Like, did you see that? You know what? I haven't, and I feel like I should because it seems like it like, would be some of the better ideas. It was like, oh, well, if this is what the, this is why I got sucked in. I'm like, oh, this is what it's gonna be. Like, it seemed like, oh, he learned from his mistakes. He got humbled after Book of Henry and then losing Episode Nine. I'm like, okay, maybe it's like he took some stock and because it's a really cool short. Yeah, like it's a family in a trailer with a baby and like there's an Allosaurus that comes to their campsite and they have to like you know stop it. Yeah, and it works. Like, oh, like he this is like early like Spielberg stuff. Like the tensions there, there are stakes. And then it shows, like, oh, all the dinosaurs interacting with the world that you see in the beginning of this. And, like, even that, like, I don't know why they would have cut that t- scene at the drive-in of the T-Rex. Right, I did see like, that scene. I saw that, like, Because, like, scene. that's Oliver Progressive and Carl's Jr., but, like, not in the actual movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, that scene. It's crazy. I know. I'm like, that's what, that's what we want. Yeah. Like, oh, this is, like, there's danger here, because, like, there's kids at, these, at this movie. Yeah. Like that was so scary about the first one. Like when you're little, it's like when they're the it's the 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 big T Rex scene. Mm-hmm. Like oh, the kids are in danger. Or the kids in the kitchen, the raptors. Like when you're a kid, it, that's scary because like that could be me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I liked this. I liked the black market. That stuff was cool. Like I thought that, was, that all that stuff was neat. I liked. I mean, not liked, but like the stuff in um with blue was I guess not. It was neat. Like just how they they work in the snow. Yeah, it was... Like, that's an interesting idea. It's an interesting idea. I don't know that it was necessarily pulled off, but yeah. I, I, no, I think, not at all. I think it's but... an interesting idea. I, I like the scene on the ice, um, even though... Oh, yeah, that was neat. Even though it's, like, very ridiculous and sloppy, sure. but, like, I just thought it was fun. Like, the look on that dinosaur's face was... It was blockbuster movie. You know what I mean? It was, like, yeah. fun, the way that it was running after them and everything. Yeah, and there were I there was again like Trevorrow, a, a great ideas guy, yeah. like a like a what if we did this, but like he's not 
I don't think he's that good of a director, and I feel bad because like everyone like piled on him after Book of Henry. I'm like, oh, but safety not safety not guaranteed was good. There some like interesting ideas, but yeah, there's no execution. As a curiosity, should I watch Book of Henry? I've never seen it. It's it's not good, but you, you can, and it's got a lot of like um, it's got a lot of obnoxious tropes. Like I'm sure you'll be like, oh, I know where this is going, mm-hmm. and you still won't because like it's very convoluted and very strange. Yeah, yeah. Like it's so interesting um, that he wanted to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's worth. I, I don't. I wouldn't say it's worth your time. Just look up what happens on Wikipedia, and you'd be you'd be set. That's good enough. Yeah. But it's it's just it is a fascinating little um, small movie. Before I do my even bigger one that he thought was coming. Right. Right. Yeah. Like safety not guaranteed actually works. Yeah. Even if it's obnoxious, it can be obnoxious. Yeah. And I don't think it's aged that well, but like it works. I can see why like Bird, Spielberg, and a bunch of other people are like, oh, this could be the next guy. Sure. But he never made that leap. Yeah. Well, they're probably going to keep giving him chances because that's what happens. But I don't know. <laughs> like maybe I don't know what, but he'd have to just be like a franchise guy. Like I don't think he'll get like a big uh, unless Netflix will do it. Like a big like like his own Gray Man or whatever. Right, right. Like an original action property or whatever he wants to do. It'll be just be like we're rebooting this or oh, can we do a sequel to this? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean that's. It sure makes money, that's for sure. But <laughs> oh yeah, no, he'll be he'll be fine. But like, I don't I don't think he's he's clearly not like the next Spielberg or the next anything. I, yeah, I I really don't think so either. But well, I I think that does it for Jurassic World Dominion. We finally covered a Jurassic movie on this show. Uh, Chauncey, is there another movie you watched recently you'd like to recommend to our listeners? Um, I would say that it's I've been bad at watching new movies lately. Just, just for the time, but like the newest movie I think I've seen that I've loved was Fire Island. Okay, yeah, I haven't seen that yet. I want to. I know it was really. I was like, all right, let's put it on, and I really enjoyed it. Like uh, this, I wonder how it would have done in theaters. Mm-hmm. Like I would have. It's a solid rom com. It works. Like it does the the rom com thing where it's like we're just doing Jane Austen. Sure, but it works. Like Margaret Cho is really funny in it. I I really liked Bo and Yang and Joel Kim Booster. He did a really good job with uh, as the lead. Like it it works. Awesome. Yeah, well, I'm definitely looking forward to checking that one out. Uh, where can people find you and your podcast? Um, my podcast, LA Confidential, is on the is on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. I write for LAFB Network about the Rams. Training camp's coming up, so I'll be back in full swing on that. On the show, we're we're mostly covering Miss Marvel, the NBA, free agency, baseball, um, and and all the movie trailers that are coming out. Awesome. Well, Chauncey, uh, thank you again for joining me. Uh, I'm happy to have you back on the show, and hopefully we'll get number five in sometime soon. Oh, there's a lot of good pieces in the fall. Like, there's a lot of stuff to chew on in the fall. Yeah, we'll find one, and uh, it'll be a good one this time, I'm sure. So I don't mind doing the bad movies. Like, <laughs> it's fine to do to balance it, because what? I did Dr- Jungle Cruise, which, meh. Eh, Old, which I enjoyed. I like Jungle Chip Cruise. Yeah, it's solid. Yeah. Old was old was fun. Old was Chippendale yeah. was fun. I'll tell you, old, you old has grown in my. Uh, you know, I I I really like old. The more that I think, yeah, about me too. It. Yeah, yeah. I mean, M Night's just doing his thing, and I appreciate it. Like, I can't wait for his cabin movie with Batista. Yeah, I, I'm very much looking forward to that. I think that's my birthday movie actually, because nice. it comes out like that week. Nice. I know. We'll and then yeah, this that. wasn't the worst thing in the world. It's just it's serviceable. It's serviceable. I, like, I wasn't even angry. I was just like, eh, all right. 
if nothing else, it, it provided some laughs. That's for sure. Yeah, and just like locusts, huh? <laughs> locusts. Okay. <laughs> Tonight, we are hearing from the father of one of three young men killed in a horrific triple murder in Polk County over the weekend. I just killed Cassie. We just left her house. This is not a f joke. Dude, oh I just God. killed Cassie. Oh, that felt like fucking real. Uh, I mean, it went by so fast. Shut the f up. We gotta get our act straight. Okay. Hi everyone. Hello. I'm Lauren. I am Ken. And this is Paradise After Dark. Dark, 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 dark. Paradise After Dark is a weekly podcast covering true crime, unsolved mysteries, missing people, and urban legends. We cover cases such as the vampire of Dusseldorf, the Cracker Barrel Murders, the cases of missing Terrence Williams and Felipe Santos, serial killer Bobby Joe Long, and much more. You can find us on all podcast platforms. If you love true crime and all things mysterious, please give us a listen. All right, so I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Chauncey Talese about Jurassic World Dominion. Uh, you should be subscribed to Chauncey's podcast, too. Check the show notes. We've got a link to his podcast, L.A. Podfidential. And, of course, all the other links to everything else that you could do, which I'm going to remind you about right now, including subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts, rate and review us. Five stars would be nice. Uh, you could do that, of course, on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Also, Good Pods. Also, Podchaser. And a few other places, too. So, wherever you're listening, if there's a five-star button, we'd really appreciate it if you'd hit it. And you can follow us on social media at PiecingPod. Join our Facebook group, Popcorn and Puzzle Pieces. And I should mention our Produced by David Rosen Patreon, where this episode is going up as soon as I hit save and export. Uh, and then it will eventually come out when the film hits VOD or streaming. I'm not quite sure yet when I'm going to post this one, but it will be available exclusively for a little while on the Patreon, along with a bunch of other bonus content, advanced episodes of Piecing It Together, bonus episodes of Awesome Movie Year, as well as some exclusive content from my music career. Uh, I have a new single coming out very soon, and I'm going to post that uh, at the time of this recording next week on the Patreon as a uh, early bonus. And uh, I've got other stuff that I'm going to be posting on there soon too, including film scores and all kinds of stuff. So check it out. It's patreon.com slash by David Rosen. So you can sign up as little as $3 a month to get bonus content from all of these podcasts and my music. So speaking of my music, let's close this out with a piece of my music. And, you know, with all this talk of DNA and uh, Jurassic and all those periods millions of years ago and all that stuff, let's go with the song Creation from my most recent full-length album, which is self-titled. It's called David Rosen. And, uh, yeah, it seems like a good pick. So we'll go with Creation. Hope you enjoy it. We'll be back with more Piecing It Together real soon.
an All Points West production, produced by David Rosen in Las Vegas.